this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast, your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. Episode 223 is brought to you by Leto Jaeger and Noah Young, some of our newest Patreon patrons. This episode is also possible thanks to our producers, For the Whim, Tiger Yuri, Tab, Mikey Toe, and Lazy Villager Megan Leslie. This week, Nina, Sergio, and I are joined by EJ Plays. We will be learning more about their content and their survivor-themed Animal Crossing game, Last Crosser Standing. So to begin, hello, Nina. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm on a nice long weekend. I'm doing... It's good. It's good. Nice, 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 nice. That is nice. And then, hello, Sergio. How are you? Good, good. Hi, Chewy. I'm doing well. Got some nice New Horizons playtime this morning. It was pretty good. I got into it. I'm doing the restaurant at Happy Home Paradise. Ooh. I did the, like the diner part first, and I, I love it. I'm going to do the kitchen later. That's love it. Love one. it. I love getting your updates on that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, last but not least, and our very awesome guest for today, EJ. How are you doing? Hello. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm taking the weekend... I'm surprisingly taking time off for myself. Like, what? Who is she? Queen of work-life balance. But, you know, having a chill weekend. Good That's you. awesome. It's it's rare. It's, it's r- very do, rare. Do you, do you also, like, work full-time outside of, like, making content and everything? Um, I work part-time. So I do okay. catering when there's actual events. And then I also work at, uh, I just started working at a coffee shop. So. <gasps> Oh. Yeah, I'm living my coffee shop coffee AU. Shop. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I guess before we get too deep in, I mean, we're all going to be very focused on you. So if you could give us a little background about yourself, let people know who you are and where they can find you. Yeah. So I'm EJ Plays. I'm or uh, but you miss you know EJ Plays. That's the full government. I'm EJ. Uh, <laughs> I'm a queer content creator. For Animal Crossing, I focus on YouTube on, like, Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley. Um, and you can find that channel, EJ Plays. It's very simply named. Um, and then I'm also over on Twitch where I do, like, more variety stuff. I play all sorts of different games, basically mainly on the Switch there. Um, and that's EJ Plays official because EJ Plays was already taken. So, you know. Um, and then I'm right also uh, a, just a general gremlin on Instagram and Twitter and you can follow me there if you really want to with EJ plays with two S's. (laughs) I, what I love about that is like, I feel like somebody went through and stole all the name plays names on Twitch because (laughs) Chewy plays same thing. Somebody already has that on Twitch and I'm like, well, I guess I'm just still Chewy plays Nintendo there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's the worst Um, thing ever too, because I know, or I don't know who did it, but like, because there is another EJ Plays channel on YouTube, and I can oh. recognize from their icon that they are the same person who has the <laughs> EJ Plays on Twitch, <gasps> and they yeah. haven't been active in years. And I'm like, please, just give me the name. Oh, that's the worst. I, yeah. I feel like the only way out of it is just to become bigger than them, get one of those yeah. check marks that lets you steal yeah, I need their, to become their partner, channel name. But I'm not yeah, that invested that's in it. Twitch, so... <laughs> <laughs> You'll make it there in that in no time though. Mm, Your stuff sure. is so good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's kick it off with some general questions for you before we talk about Last Crosser Standing, which was wonderful. I finally got to play, loved every second of it. It was such a good time. Um, but like I said, let's not get too into that before we go into questions. I think we've all got basically an equal amount of questions. So we'll just go like one at a time. Well, I'll, I'll do one, then Sergio, then Nina. Okay. Okay. My first question for you, and it's one I always like to start with, with our guests here on Haken, because it is so Animal Crossing related. When did you first get into Animal Crossing? 
Um, I so I think I, the first time I got really into it, I was like seven or eight. So I've been doing it for quite a while. Um, and like it just started because I had like a, a nanny growing up, and she was like a very cool like twenty something that was into like video games and stuff. And I think we went over to her house or something, and she played. We she like had her GameCube, had us play it, and me and my sister were just oh. like hooked. We got it, and then my mom actually also got into it. And so, yeah, we, I've just been playing since then, basically every game since then. Oh, cool. Oh, wow, nice. I love it. So, so basically from the beginning, yeah. too, GameCube game, yeah. Because it was like it was like 2002 original. when I first wow. started playing, so it was like right after it came out in the yeah. U.S. and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally, literally when it started. Yeah. That's amazing. Nice. Oh, well, I have my first question, and it's the most important question you're going to get asked today. <laughs> what is your favorite KK Slider song? This one is very easy. It's KK Disco, and if you disagree, you're wrong. <laughs> That's a good answer. I, I can agree to that. Yeah, it's just like, it's a bop. Like, yeah. that is a song that keeps, <laughs> it stays stuck in my head, even if I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm going to have to look that... it up now. That one's not coming to mind. It's... Well, th that's that's the perfect one because they it, it's so great that they made it one of the two choices that you could get with that KK Slider yes, Build-A-Bear. Exactly. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right, I need to know who your favorite villager is and if you have an arch nemesis villager. So, I definitely do. You're like yes. I <laughs> I have no shortage of opinion on villagers. Yay. Um and my so my favorite is obviously Tangy because she's the best. Mm. Um, and I actually have a crocheted tangy plush oh, that yes. one of my uh, friends Brittany made for me, which is incredible, and it's one of my prized possessions. Um, and then my arch nemesis is easily Hippo. I just, just he's <gasps> disgusting to me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he's like I, on I, my I, island right now. I actually have him on my island right now, which um, I find no shortage of reasons to hate him now. And and he's like the villain in the in like the lore that I have for the island. I love it. So, but do it's... you like having a good villain around? Like, hundred percent. Yeah, him just to hate him. I think like it 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 physically pained me to take him. Um, and he like <laughs> truly just showed up on a villager hunt, and I wasn't oh. intending to find him. And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> and so I took him. Um, and it was like you know it took years off my life. I think, but. It's been great for from a content standpoint. It's been great because like we love to have a foil. Love it. Mm -hmm. And like honestly, I think you know, hating the villagers is a time honored tradition of That's the true. Animal Crossing series that I yes. think we can't forget with New Horizons. Yeah, yeah, it's a hundred percent necessary to have <laughs> villagers you don't like because it's like, the kids these days exactly. with their amiibo and everything. They just don't know uh -huh. from from the good old days where you couldn't pick a single one and you had to take who you got. So. And they were mean to you too. So not only yeah. did they kick out your bestie, but then they called you yes. an ugly cow and like kicked you in the dirt and stuff. And you're like, okay. <laughs> It was. It was honestly that that made the experience, and it all. It also kind of made you sad when they would disappear, because it's like, oh, now who, yeah. who am I supposed to hate? You know. You know, they all got makeovers for New Horizons too. Like even ones I used to not like are a little bit cuter now, and so I, I think that people really just don't understand how much you can hate a villager. Really? <laughs> yeah. I see. Like people are like, "Don't be so mean to your villagers," and I'm like, "You don't get it." Okay. <laughs> um, I had a little follow-up question about Tangi. How do you feel about people who pronounce it Tangi? Um, I listen. I don't know that I've actually ever met someone who legitimately pronounces it Tangi. Um, so like I, I partially I okay. I feel a little bit like got my tinfoil hat on. I don't think they exist. I don't think oh. anyone actually does do that. <laughs> Um, if you do sound off, whatever, but I, uh, I just like, like to get to know you. I just don't think, well, why would you pronounce it like that? Like I get like, because it's like a shortened version of tangerine, but the word tangy exists in the English language and it's pronounced tangy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's what I always thought too. It was a very strange thing when I found out, I think somebody brought it up, probably like Cato or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Cato um, accidentally said it, I think on a stream. 
I remember because I was there and I said, you stop that right now. (laughs) (laughs) That must have been it, yeah. Well, I love it. Uh, My next question for you. What is it about Animal Crossing that got you to love the game? You know, I read that question before we started and I was not sure what I was going to say to this. And I'm still not. But I think part of it was just like the relaxed nature of it and just the the repetition and like the vibes i just really enjoy the vibe of the game Mm. that it's so laid back i've always loved like going out and fishing and collecting and i'm like a big completionist kind of i'm like a a a would-be completionist because i don't have the follow-through of a completionist but like (laughs) i definitely have the aspirations um, I think they call that just a hoarder, but you know, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just like, I like, I like collecting and working towards something. And obviously also the design is like a huge thing that's gotten me into it. Um, and that has kind of really sustained me, especially with new horizons. But mm. yeah, I think it's just like vibes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing I'm glad sticks through throughout the yeah. series. Yeah. Just that nice relaxing vibe mm. that just works for so many. Nice. Uh, my next question for you is, where does Animal Crossing rank in your favorite gaming franchises? Is it hopefully near the top, maybe at the very top? It's definitely at the top. It's definitely in like the top three. Um, I don't nice. think it's number one, though. I think I would probably rank it number two. And the only reason why is just because Zelda would be my number one mm. because like mm. that was like the game that got me like really into gaming. Because, like, I think we all had, like, our Pokemon red or red and blue on our Pokemon color game. Or, sorry, what? Game Boy right. color? Um, yeah. <laughs> right, like, like, we all had that. And, like, that, I definitely was into that. But I think playing Ocarina of Time was, mm-hmm. like, the game that made me be like, oh, I actually really like doing this. This is yes. fun. Yes, yes. So I think, like, it just holds a special place to me. And that's just, like, the game that, like, I always return to. Other than New Horizons, that was the game. Like, I got my Switch for Breath of the Wild, not for New Horizons. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I mean we didn't know about New Horizons then either. Oh my God, but Breath of the Wild. Definitely solid, Sergio. You should give it a try. Mm. Have you never played? I I've <laughs> started it twice. It. I, open world is not for me. I I'm not like an Arceus because of it either. So it's it's the genre. That's fair. But Ocarina, you're all about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like definitely a departure from that. Like, I mean, obviously everyone says this. It's like a departure from like just the go here, go to point A, solve puzzle, go to point B. So, right. yeah, I get that if you're like, if it's not your vibe, like it's not your vibe, and that's okay. Yeah, uh, uh, and I feel like Sergio keeps asking questions that I'm like, oh, I want to dig into this a little bit more. So, what would be your top three? Zelda, Animal Crossing. Who's the third? Yeah. I think the third would probably be Pokemon. Nice. W- or Kingdom Hearts. Mm. Not nice. Because but like ba- <laughs> nice, we're basically nice. only going off of like um games that I was into as a child. Um and yeah. I loved Kingdom Hearts as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not so much as an adult, but as a kid I was so into it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That that's one I've been wanting to play again, like revisit. Yes. Because, honestly, I never finished them as a kid. Me I was, they were too hard for me. I want to. And so they're difficult. I, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I need, I need to give these another shot at some point. But yeah, I haven't gotten around to it. But I loved. Oh my goodness! When I did turn it on, uh, Jackie, my partner, she was watching, and she was just like. Why are there Disney things here? <laughs> she was completely confused at the mashup of just the super anime JRPG characters with totally. gigantic feet and gloves. Their feet. <laughs> and mixed in with Disney stuff. With Donald and Goofy running around. It, yeah. Uh-huh. Honestly, totally. like looking back, I think it's camp. I think it's like unintentional camp. Oh, do- totally. Oh, yeah. They nailed it. <laughs> I don't know um, if they not... know that. I'm gonna be honest. But, sorry, keep going. <laughs> no, I I hope they do because of how crazy the storyline is. They've got to. I don't know if they do. <laughs> <laughs> they are completely serious about every single game they come out. With. Maybe that's what makes it camp. Is there I, exactly? <laughs> 
Um, not to keep talking about other games, but my next question is like, what other kind of like chill games do you love? I, I've seen you play um, Stardew Valley. Is there yeah. anything else? I love. Well, I love Stardew Valley. Um, that's definitely like right now. That is the other game that is um that I've been playing a lot, and also I've been playing Hades a lot. Mm-hmm. I actually feel like mm. chill. Okay, I feel like. Mm. I was talking about this on stream actually the other day. Like, I actually feel like I don't really like chill games usually. I'm not like <laughs> very like I've, I I started to play Unpacking and like it's very cute. It I like the story. It's very like, but I feel like everyone's like yes, Unpacking, cozy vibes. And I just like was like okay, and I just like didn't want to go back to it. And like same with like Spirit Fair, honestly. Like ah. I was like meh, it's okay. Um, but like the games I really enjoy playing, I really love like dungeon crawlers so like obviously hades i really i played hollow knight recently Mm. um in like the last year on twitch and that is like one of my favorite games of all time still and Mm. i will not like it's just so good um so yeah i play like that i play and like you know mario kart mario parties i've played like Mm. mario odyssey i'm really bad at smash bros but it's always good for a fun time yeah Nice. Just like a Nintendo gamer, you know? There you go. Nice. Everything. <laughs> I love it. I love taking them all in. I see you on Hades quite a bit, and I'm always like, oh, yeah, I need to, I need to get back to it. I was so bad at that game, but I, I know I could get better. You it's can. just like, it's just so fun. I don't know what it is about. I literally play it like, like that is, I've actually ended basically every day this last week by like playing a run through of Hades. Mm. I love it. It's like kind of you get into like a trance almost. The music is so mm-hmm. good and it flows so well that like mm-hmm. you don't even have to think when you're playing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it just it's a game that like it's fun. The the mechanics of like the way the characters move. It's like mm-hmm. it is just very fun and easy to fall into. And the voice yeah. acting is real. Oh, my God. Yeah. All, yeah. Also, <laughs> everyone's hot. That's like a great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cool. So my next question for you is what got you into content creation? I think like I've always been in the idea of YouTube and content creation has always been appealing to me. I just never necessarily had time for it before. Um, but creation, I think, has been something that's always been a part of my life, honestly. Like I've been a writer. I was like writing as a kid and um, I went to school, I went to college for theater and studied playwriting and everything. And up until the pandemic, like I was trying to, I, I, and I still am trying to make it as a playwright, but like, that was like the big thing in my life. Um, mm-hmm. So with the pandemic, it was, that was really what got me into content creation just because mm. theater died uh, because <laughs> you can't do that in a pandemic. Um, and then I just like, I think I, it, it was half like oh i've always wanted to do youtube i like playing animal crossing people are doing this on youtube why not and half like i submitted my island a bunch of times to get toured and no one ever toured it and i was like well i'm just gonna tour it myself (laughs) (laughs) so like it was partially that but a lot a lot less of that i think it was just like yeah this seems like a natural progression for me i like creating stuff and i like that so might as well that's it that that's great i love that there is just like you know at least an outlet for you while you can't do stuff that you want to get to you know right Mm -hmm. my next question for you is what are your thoughts on the animal crossing spin-off games at least the ones that you have played so um i have not played most of them uh (laughs) <laughs> I've played I put like a little bit of pocket camp but it was a bit too much for me. I don't really like gotcha games, so I wasn't really into that. Mm-hmm. Um and then I also uh like I, yeah, and that was like honestly the only one that I've played. I haven't played Happy Home Designer, haven't played Amiibo Festival or whatever it was called. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just like I haven't really played them. I really like kind of fell out of Animal Crossing um in my college years, just because I think I was too busy. And I think I, I felt mm. about it kind of how I feel about <clears throat> Pokemon, which is that like, it's the same game at its core. And I just kind of was bored with it, <laughs> so, mm. mm-hmm. which I get is like a spicy opinion to have, but <laughs> no, not at all. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I think that was kind of like a common thing, especially going into like city folk. I yeah, think New Leaf right. picked a lot more people up uh, with that one because they did so much to improve upon it. But yeah, I mean, a lot of them were just like adding upon each other. Yeah, and then it was I like think New Horizons was a real big shift for sure. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I'm taking a segue because you mentioned theater. (laughs) And I've come from a big theater family. I actually have a brother who works in Actors' Equity in New York City. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tell us your favorite Broadway show or, or, you know, just play. Um, Okay, so favorite Broadway show and favorite play. That's very, it's different, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) My favorite musical, I will say that. My favorite musical was uh, Natasha Pierre in The Great Comet of 1812. Um, which is like a deep cut, I think. Like people who know it love it, and people who don't know it are like, "What?" Um, (laughs) But it's I just freaking love that musical. I think it's so brilliantly done, and it's like it's very much. I'm okay. Let me try not to get into this too much. But like, (laughs) sorry. My favorite thing about it is just that like I love musicals where the music is not trying to be good music; it is trying to support the storytelling and what the Mm. character is going through. And I feel like that musical is very much that. So I'm very into that. Um, And then like my favorite play, that's difficult because I really like plays. Um, You know, okay, I'll say this one. This uh, I really liked um, Fairview. Okay. It was at it was at started at Soho Rep, which was off Broadway, but then it won the Pulitzer, and in 2019, I think, and then was brought back to theater for a new audience in downtown Brooklyn, and that's where I saw it. And it's just like a really smartly written play. It's really like I love it because it it messes around with like form in a way that I find really exciting. Um, and it's also like it's about like racial issues, and it the way it handles them is so direct and assertive and it makes you extremely uncomfortable um and like a really productive way i think yeah yeah oh say the name of it one more time oh it was fairview fairview okay mm-hmm. cool sorry to go on a little tangent there oh no i lo- listen i'll talk about it all day any day <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i love it yeah i'm definitely gonna have to check both of those out if you want if you want a um <clears throat> bootleg of natasha pierre i don't have a link, but message me. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I won't reach out. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, I, I feel like you, you've you nailed uh, this question down already, but I'm sure this will, uh, if you have any more, what is some dream content you'd like to make? And content such a, just a stale, sterile word for it, especially if you're like, you know, you want to write plays mm-hmm. and everything. But even beyond that, like if there's anything that you just want to create, what would it be? There's a lot of things. <laughs> there's a lot of things, I think. Um, I think, I mean, obviously I want to continue to write plays and I want to, you know, continue to produce things. And I also have really been interested in television and writing for that. Um and like obviously it'd be a dream to like have a TV show that I was like showrunner on. That'd be ins- that'd Ooh. be hot. But um <laughs> even from like an Animal Crossing or YouTube standpoint, like I would just like to get into um like I've been really interested in like video essays for a while and just like longer oh, yeah. form content like that that talks about stuff that isn't video games, but that's so interesting to me. Yeah, we are going to talk a lot more after this, especially <laughs> because same, same kind of thing. I love um, that. I keep, think, I keep talking to another friend and I'm like, here's another video idea that has nothing to do with video games. It's just like <laughs> video essays on film and right. TV and all that stuff. So, yeah. That's like, that. that I, if I, I feel like I'm not smart enough to do those because I feel like the people that do those are so brilliant. And I'm like, I don't know that I can think that well. But okay, mm. it's it's so much studying. It's so, so much. much, and I was not a good student. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, but when you're interested in it, you you can do it. Yeah, true. That is very fair. <laughs> yeah. All right, my last question for you is a two part question about Pokemon. Okay. So, okay, who is your favorite Pokemon? And if it's not Scorbunny, why not? <laughs> um. So my favorite Pokemon is Bulbasaur because. <gasps> oh. Even nice. though 
I think I think that um, while fire starters are the popular choice, um, I always have loved a grass starter. Mm. Um, so the reason I don't like score bunny is mainly because <laughs> a later generations that I don't really like B not a grass starter um, and C not Bulbasaur. So, you know, <laughs> okay. I just Wait, love I, a little dinosaur. It's gonna a be dinosaur worse. with a plant on its back. Like what more do you want? <laughs> I will say I, at my old job, somebody had a Bulbasaur planter and it was just, that is my dream now. I want oh. one. I have one. <laughs> oh, so good. Look, I have heard, Sergio, close your ears. But I have heard that <laughs> starting with a fire starter is easy mode, and starting with a leaf yeah. starter is, you know, for experts. I think it depends on the game, really. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. For, if first generation's kind of tough because you have right, like the first gen rock, rock and water yeah. right off the bat. So, if yeah. anything, starting with gra uh, grass type, I feel like in gener first gen is it like easy mode almost? Yeah, because, oh. just because of the first two gems. I gotcha. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know enough about Pokemon. I'm going to be honest. I don't either. <laughs> but they're all beatable. Exactly. Anybody can do it. That's true. <laughs> uh, my last one was, um, what keeps you coming back to Animal Crossing, or I guess specifically New Horizons, mm -hmm. um, even when it's kind of in the slow times when we're not getting updates and things like that? Yeah. I mean, I think, so one thing that's been like different about New Horizons for me is definitely the longevity of it. I... Like I, I never really like got into Animal Crossing to the extent that I would be playing it all year round. I would always go through periods of playing it a lot and then periods of not playing. And then I pick it back up and, you know, but I think especially with New Horizons, what keeps coming back is just the. Uh, what is it? The 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 ability it gives you to create within it and designing has always been something has been something that's just mm -hmm. like hooked me from the beginning and and it was part of the reason why i like got it again was because i was like oh this is really different from previous games i'm not just catching fish to fill up my museum like i can create things and like yeah so that's been fun because it's like a puzzle it's like how do i make this i only have these pieces but i want to make this how can i do it awesome. right yeah. yeah especially now that we can design outdoors yeah. yes. oh my god yeah game changer <laughs> yeah it really is. And you've made some incredible islands yourself, especially one from your last Crosser Standing series. Truly amazing. <laughs> I finally got to go there, play the game. So let, let's actually shift over into that and talk a little bit about Last Crosser Standing. Um, really quickly, give everybody a little background about what it is. And yeah, I guess just what it is. Yeah. So Last Crosser Standing, if you haven't watched, which you should, um, it is a game that I host on one of my Animal Crossing islands, and I host it on live stream. The games last about like three, three and a half hours. There's seven people who come over to the island. They compete in challenges uh, for immunity and then to keep them immune from the vote. And then after every game, you vote one person off and you just repeat this until the end. There's only two people left. And then all the people who've been voted off return and vote for who they want to win. Mm. And it's like heavily inspired by Survivor mainly, but also by like Big Brother and other online reality games like Sequester and things like that. Mm -hmm. I love that kind of stuff. We connected very early yes. on with our shared love for those things. <laughs> and like I said, got to play incredible um so let, let's start hopping into these questions here and i want to start with asking you like when did you first get the idea for last cross for standing how did it come to be yeah so i got the idea for it mainly i had you know i had just gone into survivor in the pandemic that was like the other thing that was kind of getting me through the pandemic before i even started creating content hmm. um was getting into Survivor and I just really loved that show. Like it's mm -hmm. become quickly like one of my favorite TV shows ever. Um, so like that was just something I just really loved right off the bat. And I think I just, uh, you know, I, one of my friends who was really into it, Dustin, um, <clears throat> he's the person who actually got me into Survivor. He had played in an ORG in an, an online reality game called Sequester. And 
I was like, oh, it's like self-contained all one night. You just start to finish. Someone wins. And I was like, oh, that's such an interesting idea. And so I think once I had that, I was just thinking about Animal Crossing. I started making content for Animal Crossing. And then I just one night, I think I was a little under the influence and just uh, the idea (laughs) popped out. So I was like, "Okay, cool, let's do it. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. (laughs) And I have heard like of those games where people can you know just play one night or even like do like a month or so yeah of that and i was I, i've always been interested but this one you know just adding that animal crossing theme on top of it is so it's so charming I'd say. <laughs> yeah <laughs> war in all of this this peaceful land exactly. yeah exactly. it's like completely out of place but also fits so perfectly it's strange <laughs> nice so Sorry. my first question for you on this topic is, what is the first thing that you would either change, add, or take away from New Horizons so that it better suits Last Crossing standing? Um, I love this because I think about this all the time. I just want people <laughs> to be able to terraform and decorate on each other's islands. Oh, Like, from a purely game pl- in gameplay standpoint, uh, blah, blah, blah. Gameplay point of view, I think that would just be a great. Yes. But also for Last Crosser Standing, it I'm held back so often by the fact of like, oh right, people can't alter this. Oh, mm. people can't place this object down. Yeah. Um, and so it definitely like changes what type of games and uh, mini games I'm able to make with it. So right. if we could, oh, oh man, <laughs> exactly. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it'd yeah, be nice I mean, if it was a switch you could turn on and off for right? certain oh. items. Yes. Yeah, best friend plus. Yeah, come yeah. on. Best friend plus. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, so what made you connect? I feel like you kind of answered this already, but what made you connect your love of Survivor and and um reality games to Animal Crossing? Was it purely just the pandemic? Um, I think I mean, well, for one thing, I think just the pandemic, like, was the thing that gave rise to the my love of Survivor to begin with. Okay. Um, but I think what, like, really made me think about it was just, like, you know, I think just was wondering, like, what else can I do? Because as much as I love doing speed builds and as much as I loved streaming and all those things, I was just kind of like, I want to do something else with Animal Crossing. And I'd seen people like Crunchy, you know, do his islands and his mazes. And I was like, oh, that's such an interesting idea to, like, really use the tools that animal crossing new horizons gave us right and so i was just like wait and so i think that was really like i was thinking about survivor and i was like you know seven people that's actually a pretty interesting starting point for like one of these games yeah yeah like it's small but like that's so interesting so i was like so how how many islands do you have so I have two switches. So okay. I only have two islands that I operate, which I say only, and I'm sure some people are like, oh my God, that's more than I have. But like, you know, I think at, uh, from a content creator standpoint, I feel like it's almost like that's on the lower end, I feel. Right. right. <laughs> Maybe just because I know Kato and she has like five islands. But oh my gosh. I truly don't understand how she can keep track of those. But, you know. But yeah, so like, I just have the two islands. So one I use for just last crosser standing. Um, and I actually like bought that switch after I, once I got the idea, I was like, oh, I'll just buy a switch for this. <laughs> and then the other Island I just use for like decoration. And it's the, it's my main Island that I like right. actually play on. Yeah. I feel like there, Sergio, how many switches do you have? Uh, I'm two, just two. Oh, okay. A reasonable like amount. You, <laughs> I feel like you've gotten more here and there, but it seems right. like you probably downs- downsized yes. to just the two. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, how long did it take to build the island dedicated to Last Cross for Standing? Ooh. Yeah. So this oh. was my. So this is my second um, Last Cross for Standing dedicated island because I had one originally. I had Ponderosa originally, right? And then for the second mm-hmm. season, I wanted to redesign it, um, and so I restarted. And this is Ponder Dosa because it's the second <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, name. But I mean, it, it took about the same. It honestly took the same amount of time as what it takes for me making a normal sized island, even though I only designed half of the island as like the actual like village or town or whatever. Um, it took me about like two months, which is okay. about how long it takes me to make a normal island, two to three months. 
that that's a, that's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, considering I've been going at it on my one island and it's never done and it's been two years, so <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I always tell people that like making content is the only reason I finished an island. Like I wouldn't have finished my <laughs> islands if I wasn't like putting out speed builds. <laughs> true. True. Yeah. So are there any either mini games or contest ideas that you're working on or like are ironing out the last details so that you can implement them into Last Crosser Standing? You know, there definitely are. And that's where I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep them a surprise. Yeah. I will keep my, I will play my cards close to my chest. I always think it's better to under promise and over serve. Mm. So, Yeah. Uh, yes, there are definitely thoughts that I have in my head, and I'm sure the players are going to love them. Nice. Got integrity. <laughs> um, what's your favorite aspect of reality shows like Survivor? Um, I think it's just the social dynamics of it. It's something mm-hmm. that's so... It's like... I have lots and lots of thoughts about it, honestly, but like I think... What I really love about it is the the strategizing, the 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 gameplay of that, and like knowing, you know, knowing where you stand in a group of people, and knowing and being able to think through the the ripple effects of a- any actions that you take, and I think the idea of action consequence being so innately linked and so obviously linked is just so fascinating to me. Um, and I just like really enjoy the idea of a group of people like coming together and then having to make a really difficult decision of like, who are you going to send out of this game? Like, and also how will that affect your game and what will that do afterwards and things like that? Right, right. Cool. So I guess it's my turn here for another question. What are some things you've learned about running a game show like this? There's so much. There's so much. Um <laughs> I mean, I think I think I learned something new every week of doing it for sure. Just like about learning like what kind of games work, what kind of games don't work, what kind of hmm. twists and like how much impact can I have on the outcome of a game and learning how to be a better host and learning how to like structure it for the audience. And because I think at the end of the day, what's interesting is that it's not just, you know, designing the game. It's also like creating an experience for the people who watch it and being able Mm -hmm. to tell the story of like what's happening in this game to the audience too. And so I think I've definitely like gotten better and learned new ways to like actually communicate that to the audience in like a way more engaging way as the show goes, has gone on. Right. Yeah. Also, I feel like I'm finding out what I can actually do in animal crossing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean you're you're pushing the limits every time with it, and you know, I the number seven immediately. Initially, I was like, "Why seven? And then I was like, "Oh yeah, because only eight people can be there, right? And right. You're one of them, so <laughs> seven more it is." <laughs> I think it's also so, super interesting, just from like a number standpoint, because seven there's immediately the possibility for a majority there. There's four right. versus yeah. three. Right. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, you do a great job with it. So, I think you've definitely Thank you. honed in on your skills yeah. for sure. <laughs> so, if you had a considerable budget, what comes to mind as something that you would want to give away as part of the show? So, depends a lot on what you mean by considerable budget for sure. Um, <laughs> but, like, I think, I don't know. Okay. I definitely have had the idea because we're coming up. So season two is going to be 15 games long, right? Which is a lot. Um, but the last game is going to be Winners at War, where all 14 previous winners come back and play Ooh. to win. Um, and it's going to be a two-night spectacular. I'm very excited for it. And the logistics of it are making my head hurt, but it's going to be great. Um, and I thought about, like, should I crowdfund? Because... Uh, um, I don't know if you guys have seen, there's a a Stardew Valley creator, Unsurpassable Z, who made, very similarly did, a social game in Stardew Valley. And that one, the winner is getting a crowdfunded uh, pool of money, which is cool. 
But I almost feel like the fact that you don't win anything other than like bragging rights and a million bells, which is like not actual currency, almost makes the show. (laughs) It makes it more fun. It makes it more lighthearted. And it makes all of the drama like not personal at all because like there isn't really any consequence. So I almost am like British Bake Off. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> I'm almost like I don't want to make a prize money thing because I like mm. I don't want people mm. to like actually go at it with each other and like actually <laughs> harm each other. Like that's not oh. the spirit of this game, right? True, mm-hmm. true. Well, yeah, things get real when there's real money involved. <laughs> yeah, totally. It makes me feel bad about my next question too. No, I, which is <laughs> how does it feel to be an agent of chaos? <laughs> right. I mean, it's like, I'm not going to lie. And like, listen, like, I'm very, I wear my heart, my sleeve. So, but like, it's sometimes really difficult. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> like, I have had more than one call with my friend Dustin, who like, again, survivor, like guru and uh, mini game, ORG, uh, just consultant i would say you know and he's helped so much with the show but i've had many calls with him where i'm like am i a bad person like and i feel like really bad about it sometimes because like it is difficult well i think like part of the thing is that all the people that i get on the show i like them like i don't invite people on the show that i don't like so i always respect and think that everyone that i have on the show is cool is a nice person and like brings something to the table and it's really difficult when like it's always it's the final three vote gets me every time because I'm oh. like, wow, this sucks. And like, <laughs> I really like all of you people. And now I have to like watch you go. And like, so it's sometimes it is really difficult, actually. And it actually and it really does take like a toll on me sometimes. But oh, I think man. one thing that I learned um, after a rather unfortunate incident that we had in the first season where I don't think I uh I don't think I effectively communicated what someone was getting into and Mm. they were really hurt by the game. And it was really, it it was really, really crappy um, to keep it PG 13, but (laughs) you know, it was really crappy and uh, they like dropped out of the game halfway through. And I was like, Oh no. Oh my God. And we were like live on there. And I like reached out to them afterwards and was just like profusely apologizing. And like, you know, I had a lot of emotions about it. But Mm -hmm. I think overall, it just sucked that I was like, oh, crap, (laughs) like, I feel like I had a hand in, like, hurting someone. And I did. That's never been the goal of this game. Hmm. So I think I've learned a lot about, like, you know, now before our shows, I'm always like, hey, guys, like, just so we are all clear, like, I am trying to stir the pot and I am against you in this game. But I love you guys in real life. And everything that we're doing here is all for fun. Hmm. Like nothing is personal i don't want anyone to play as though it is personal like it's not this is just a game it's animal crossing so let's have fun let's bring the drama but let's have fun Mm. and i think that has definitely helped but yeah Mm. it's been it's uh it's been a journey because these games are not easy on a player yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) i did not mean for that question to get so personal no it's okay i love (laughs) i mean i love getting to talk about it because i think it's kind of I don't know. I it, it really is like it's the game. Part of I think what is so appealing about the game is the real emotions involved with it. And yeah. so I think it's you know that's like what makes it so compelling. Yeah. Oh, it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's so much to dig into there, and it's like you you really don't know how people are going to respond mm-hmm. when stuff goes on. I mean, I played and I definitely felt like I don't know these people, but I know myself and I am here to scheme. Mm-hmm. I'm here to lie. <laughs> I'm going to hear I'm going to be here to make things look like they're going one way and have them flip another. <laughs> yeah. And like that's so, fun. And from a producer standpoint, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I I did want to ask, what have been some of your favorite moments in the game? Uh, There's a lot of them. Um, I mean, I think from this season, there's been, I loved the moment. So there's these things called hidden immunity idols, which are like 
random advantages that you can play before the votes are read, but after they're all cast, and it'll cancel out any votes against you or another person. And there was this one week where Canada Crossing was on. He got an idol and he played it before he voted, before we read the votes. And it was like, I think it was four against two and four votes for Canada and two votes for someone else. And all of the Canada votes were canceled out and only two votes sent one person home. And it was like, like, I got like chills reading it. It was one of the best moments, I think. (laughs) And it's like, it was very much like, I was like, oh, this would happen on Survivor. So I was, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but that, and then there was like, I think Cato was on one week and she had this incredible speech at tribal council where she was like, she convinced another player Bay to like not turn on her. And I think like one of the best lines she said was like, are you playing for third place or are you playing to win? Ooh. And I was like, oh, 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 like, yes, let's go. <laughs> so like, I love that. Like, I think Liss in, in Bow the Titans was like, so I just have one question for you. When did you decide to betray me? <laughs> Which was like, great. And I was like, yes, Liss, you are that girl. Like, <laughs> And I think, like, oh an gosh. obvious, and, and here's the thing, is that, like, you know, again, coming off of the heels of the last question, I think at the end, we all were like, oh, that was incredible, that was iconic, like, you're incredible, we all love each other. <laughs> Let's just remember for that. <laughs> um, but I think also just, like, the first game, like, having the first game and doing it the first time back in season one, and, like, Lauren plays one, and it was, like, such a good win, and she was, like, scheming and alliances, and it was just so... I think for me as a fan, I was like, oh, this is like so cool because I feel like I'm seeing my favorite show happen in front of me. And I'm like Mm -hmm. so close. So that was like just a great Mm -hmm. moment, I think. Mm. Have you thought about doing something like Last Crosser Standing on another franchise? I was also even thinking like an older Animal Crossing game, but I Mm -hmm. guess that would only be New Leaf and it would only be four players. So it wouldn't kind of really work that well. But maybe another franchise? I mean, I've definitely thought about it on another franchise, especially after seeing, like, Unsurpassable Z do it on Stardew. I think that would be the other franchise I would pick, which sucks because, (laughs) you know. Um, I mean, I definitely have thought about it. I feel like there's just not another franchise that I know as well as Animal Crossing. Mm. Because I think the only reason that I'm able to make these games is because I've logged so many hours in Animal Crossing that I just know how the game, like, the mechanics of the game and, like, what is possible in the game. Right. Right. If I were to do something else, I would probably have to like collaborate with someone else, and like I would work on the game aspects, and they would work on like the challenges. Mm. That makes sense. Yes. But yeah, I mean, it would be so cool to do. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Kind of like the opposite question of that. Are there any other reality shows that you'd want to spin into New Horizons challenges, like Mm. like uh, uh, The Bachelor or America's Next Top Model or Drag Race or something? Yeah. You know, honestly, like that is, I feel like that's one of the, a comment that I get like quite a lot is like, people are like, okay, so like drag race when, like, (laughs) you know, and it's always interesting. I'm going to be honest, like I don't necessarily have super that many interests in a lot of other kinds of reality shows. Mm. I think the social game is super interesting to me. So I've really loved taking that format and putting it into Animal Crossing. I think the only one that I would like kind of be interested in is pro- is like something inspired by like Project Runway, just oh. because I think like the design aspect of Animal Crossing is so cool. Um, but yeah, that's really it, honestly. And I think like any other reality show that I've wanted to turn into a video game, I've like uh, I feel like I've started to do that with Last Crosser Standing. So. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm sure a lot of people are here listening for you and specifically because they're fans of Last Crosser Standing. So I think this question is more for them, but how do you go about picking a cast for the game? Ooh. Um, It's a lot. <laughs> That's definitely the, <laughs> I think that and the challenge, that is more time consuming than the challenges, honestly. Mm. Um, and it's really, I think what I look for in a cast is I want to have a bunch of different people. I want to have a bunch of different types of people and personalities and ages, genders, races. Like I want a very diverse group of people. And, mm. you know, I, I think especially with um, race specifically, I just I don't think I've really lived up to my hopes and dreams for that in previous games. But like it's definitely something that I'm always trying to. 
Um, and I think it's like, uh, on a, like on a separate note, like I just think it's important for me as like a white male presenting creator to like elevate people of color and mm -hmm. women of, and, you know, other, other unrepresented, underrepresented, you know, people mm -hmm. in these spaces. Mm -hmm. I think it's always important to like do that. And I feel like Last Cross Understanding is such a great opportunity to do that. Yeah. But just mm -hmm. like from a game standpoint, I want a different, I, I don't want like seven really loud, like over the top, like macho men going at it. Cause that's just not interesting. What's interesting <laughs> is how that interacts with like the quiet cottage core girl, which how, with how that interacts with the person who mainly plays like other games, but like is going to play animal crossing this weekend for this game. And <laughs> I think that's super interesting to me. And then I think honestly, like half of it is, I, I would say about every week, like three to four people are taken from, there's like an application that people pick. Right. Um, that people submit and half of I would say half of them are taken from the application of people who like what wanted to do the show and half of them are taken from just like friends or people that I like see on Twitch and YouTube that I think are like interesting personalities and I'm like hey hmm. so do you like Survivor <laughs> <laughs> and there's like lots of reach out or outreach I guess mm -hmm. yeah that's that's fun and yeah I think you know just for people who are applying and everything do you have any advice for them yeah i mean be yourself is like the biggest one and and come in with like and give me the biggest i always am trying to figure out like how is this person gonna play because again i'm trying to get a diversity of just like play styles in the yeah. thing so like if you know as much as you can like how are you gonna what is your strategy or like how are you going to win because that's the thing is like i want people to come on the show that want to win like i don't because i just think that's more interesting yeah yeah and people are like yeah it'll be fun for like a night and i'm like okay that like it will you sure <laughs> like it's funny you mentioned that too because i, I I know you said, like, just let me know when I want to be on and you'll make it happen and everything. But I went ahead and applied anyways. And now I'm just like, I'm trying to remember what I wrote for, like, how I would want to win. Cause I'm Do pretty you want sure, me to like, see? Could you find out? Yeah. yeah let me pull it up. Let us know. <laughs> I might have deleted your application. No, I didn't. Not from there. Okay. We're good. Huzzah. Okay. Here we go. What would your strategy be? Lie, cheat, steal, and cause chaos. <laughs> and I said, yep, oh, I'll take them. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds like what I would write. Like. I try to have like at least one person who I think is going to be an agent of chaos a week. There you go. <laughs> at least a couple, because I think that it, it just makes the game more fun to watch mm -hmm. and also more fun to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And oh, when I when I played, I was just like, okay, I'm just going in between people right now and I'm going to see how long I can go before we're truly choosing who I want to go with. And will I really be choosing them? I don't know. I'll probably betray them after that, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good way. I don't I, I mean, I don't think that's a bad strategy to get to the end. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's the best strategy to get the votes at the end, but it's a best it's a good strategy to get to the end for sure. <laughs> it's true. Well, I watch a lot of these shows too, and I think every time I'm talking to Jackie, I'm just like, I just want if I'm ever on there, I just want to make it interesting for everybody watching. I want them to see all of the stuff they've always wanted to see happen. Yes. <laughs> I love that. And if I have to be the one that makes it happen, then I'll gladly do it. I love that. <laughs> so my last question for you about Last Crosser Standing, if the special characters from New Horizons were to play something like Survivor, <laughs> who do you think would win? Um, okay. I I honestly think my I mean the person I would really want to win and I think would just do well would maybe be Mabel. Oh. Oh. And like oh. I know everyone's like, what? But like I think <laughs> Because she's so quiet, because she's good at observing, like, I think she's very good at picking out social dynamics. So I feel like she would do very well in that game. And ah, she wouldn't be perceived sense. as a threat. She's not very out, like, brash yeah. and outright. So yeah. I think 
people would underestimate her. She'd be able to turn everyone else against each other. <laughs> and all you got to do is get to the final four or the final three. And then you can say, yeah, I got to here because I turned all of you against each other. Like, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Easy vote. Easy, Easy vote. vote. Exactly. That's my favorite winners, too. <laughs> oh, so. my gosh. Well, that kind of goes with my next question that I just tacked on here. But what's the most surprising winner so far? Um. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I just added this one in too. So take no, your that's time. fine. Um, let me think. I mean, there have definitely been some that I was like, "Whoa, really? This person won? Like what?" <laughs> and not like not like not against them, obviously, right. but like. Because sometimes, honestly, I honestly usually expect the person that I want to win to not win because yeah. the people I like playing as players are usually not very liked by the other players just because of their <laughs> gameplay. Um, you know, I was really, and this is no shade to him, but I was really surprised Ben Crossing Channel won his. <gasps> yeah. And this is no shade towards him because no. I actually thought that he played a really great game. I think that the reason like looking at his game he got to the end not because of his social strategy but because of his skill and challenges mm. and so i and, and i just know that from last so last season um at the winners at war the first time uh joe was extremely likable and was super sociable and had a good a, a good uh alliance member in lauren Got to the end, though, by winning every single challenge. And so he honestly was seen by the competitors as like, well, you didn't actually have to play the game. You didn't actually have oh. to do the good, the hard part. And I think part of that is to Lauren's credit, because she was really able to sell that, that she was like, listen, I know that you guys like don't like me. But listen, I, my head was always on the at like table and Joe's wasn't. And I think mm. so I was surprised that Ben made it to the end and then won because I was like are they going to see that as like worthy of being crowned or are they going to see that as he didn't play the game? Oh, that's interesting. Right. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch mm -hmm. that episode now. It's good. It's a uh, <laughs> British invasion. Lots okay. of Brits. <laughs> Delightful accents. Yeah. All right. This one is not on there. Well, just one last one for me here. <laughs> uh, all winners season. I mean, an all winners game is happening. Mm. yes <laughs> winners at war 2 is happening um it's hopefully going to be happening like at the beginning of april um, awesome and it's going to be a two-night blowout event it's going to be super wild um and i'm Love very it. very excited because it's going to be 14 players oh cool oh, wow. so you guys can figure out how that's going to happen but you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm also trying to figure it out, but you know. <laughs> I mean, you've got two switches. There you go. <laughs> I true. Oh. She can't be online on both of them at the same time. Oh gosh. I can't. Oh. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I love gosh, it. Can't wow. wait. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, to end our shows here, for anybody who doesn't know, we like to do our Haken's Islander Corner. And that is when we ask our patrons on Patreon a question and read their answers out loud here. Uh, this week's question was, who's your favorite Animal Crossing duo? And I guess before we get into these, uh, EJ, do you have a favorite Animal Crossing duo? Um, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I don't know if they're considered a duo this is cheating because they're not a duo, but I don't care. I make the rules. I you guess. can make your own duo. That's yeah. totally. Yeah. It's, it's a trio. For that. But I really love oh. Pelly, Phyllis, and Pete. <gasps> yes. Because oh. as you guys can tell, I love the drama. I live for the drama <laughs> and like a love triangle come through. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love it. It's a perfect, perfect choice for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just go back and forth on these answers from our Patreon supporters. EJ, we won't make you read unless you're you're down to uh, whatever I can, you like. I, I can, I'm down for whatever. Whatever y'all want to do. <laughs> All right. We can put you in here. Um, I guess we'll, we can let you read the first one. Then we'll go Sergio, Nina, then me. Okay. Hey. Okay. So Music Pebbles says CJ and Flick. I love them. 
which true it took me forever <laughs> to realize that cj talks about his partner who makes collectibles he was talking about flick it blew my mind and it's the cutest thing ever oh i even bought their plushies so they can sit together on my bookshelf that's cute <laughs> <laughs> i have them both on my shelf too nice and don't they have a, a house together in the um happy home paradise mm-hmm. direct yeah yeah i think oh. i do I think if you if you amiibo them in, they will yeah. always bring each other. Mm-hmm. So nice. Moonfeather said, "Booker and Copper, hands down." I'm always quoting Booker with his adorable. It's okay, I think. <laughs> when you go to take <laughs> items from the lost and found in past games, seriously missing them still. Yeah. Oh man, that's a that's a big miss. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, in some future game, rec- uh, hopefully soon. They'll be able to both of them come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how bad he was at his job. <laughs> <laughs> so relatable. <Yeah>. So relatable. <laughs> Summon Sloth says, Flick and CJ without question. The way they talk to each other and Katrina's references to them in Fortunes is so cute. I didn't know she referenced them. Oh, I didn't know that either. I'm going to have to look that up. That's incredible. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to have to see that too. I haven't seen those at all. Sasha505 said, Timmy and Tommy, how could I not? I also choose them when you guys were, oh, I also chose them when you guys were having the Amiibo Festival tournament, and I loved them even more when they won in the most hilarious way. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> love those tricksters. The, uh, these kids, they learned from Tom Nook, and they just cheated everybody out of money. It was wild. <laughs> <laughs> um. Should I, should we keep going? Should I keep going? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Gabriel Ricard says, I'm really fond of Wardell and Lottie right now. I like oh. to imagine them going out for coffee and Lottie just talking on and on and Wardell <laughs> listening intently. I second Oh, those. my heart. Have you ever seen Kiki's Delivery Service? Yes. They're yes. very much like the bakery owner. Like uh, the woman yeah. who owns the bakery talks all the time, and the guy who doesn't is like, the guy who also owns it is like completely silent, but like so caring. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Jill said, any sisterly villager and cranky villager. In my town, it's Agnes and Gonzo. They have such a funny friendship. Their banter always makes me laugh, especially when Agnes teases him for being old. Yes, I, I've definitely <laughs> saved a lot of screenshots from those back and forth between those two personalities. Those are amazing. <laughs> oh, man. I, I feel like my sisterly and my cranky on my old town lived really far from each other. Mm. So I don't know if I ever saw them interact very often. Oh. <gasps> They're great interactions. I do. I, yeah. I agree with this person. Nice. <laughs> uh, Trevi Boo says, even though they're somewhat of a trio, I'd say Phyllis and Pelly featuring Pete. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about how they were essentially inverse versions of one another that I loved. Miss that cranky pelican at night and Pelly's sweet disposition during the day. Oh, it's a good take. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they're, they're one of the saddest losses from New Horizons. Yeah. Agreed. For sure. Agreed. Mm. Yeah. So Squee of Tortuga said, definitely Flick and CJ. They're the cutest couple ever. I can't wait to build them a holiday house. When Flick talks about his dad at the roost, it breaks my heart. But oh. I think he sees Chip Sr. as a father oh. figure, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, sometimes you, you choose your own family, right? Yeah. yeah. I guess we'll, I can read the last couple since it's, you know, we've got a couple extras here. Ben said, this is easy. Gaston and Mira, the yellow bunnies, and their son, Toby. What? Gaston is my favorite villager, and I always like putting him and Mira <laughs> together. <laughs> Cute. Love it. I love some yellow bunnies in the crew. <laughs> Yeah, And then Honey Cove said, my favorite duo has to be Blathers and Celeste. The Owl siblings have some of my favorite NPC designs and personalities in the game. Next Animal Crossing game better give Celeste her observatory back so they can be reunited in the museum. Yes. Aww. Yeah, word. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's definitely a big ask, but I hope they can pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. And for any patrons who are listening, next week's question is going to be one character on Harv's Island can open a shop in town. 
who do you choose? So, yeah, just pick anybody from Harv's Island who's got their little RV camper over there and give them a full-fledged shop on your island. Yeah, let us know who you'd pick for that. I'm sure it'd be fun. Um, Anyways, EJ, so much fun having you here to talk about Last Crosser Standing. Really enjoyed it. Uh, Can you tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah. Um, So I'm over on YouTube at EJ Plays. I'm on Twitch at EJ Plays Official. Um, And on Twitter and Instagram, I'm EJ Plays with two S's. I even have a TikTok account. EJ oh. plays two S's, um, which <laughs> I like. I, I neglect horribly, but you know I'm there. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. last crush standing is you can keep an eye out there, but it's gonna be basically almost every Saturday night um, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. So do you have a nice. one coming up this weekend? Yeah, I do. Two twenty uh, on the 26th of February, um, we're gonna have a game. We have a game that weekend, March 5th. We've got a game March 12th, March 26th, <laughs> April 8th. It's going to be a whole, we're getting down to it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, everybody check it out. It's truly an amazing way to experience two things, Animal Crossing and game shows, yes. very, like competition shows. It's such a cool blend. Definitely recommend it. And yeah, we once again, EJ, so happy to have you on. It was awesome. Yeah, thank thanks so for much joining for me. And thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. If you're sad to see us go, join us over on Discord. You can talk with other people who love Animal Crossing as much as you do, including Sergio, Nina, and me. Want to support Haken in a bigger way and tell us your answers to the Haken Islander Corner? Head over to patreon.com slash chewyplays. One dollar goes a long way to making this show even better and includes tons of goodies for you to enjoy. Get a special role on Discord, read a monthly newsletter, and get many other great rewards. We really appreciate the support and put your money towards some great things on the show. If you're listening on YouTube, if one character on Harv's Island can open a shop in town, who do you choose? Reviews really help the show get discovered by more people. Please leave a review on your platform of choice and let us know how we're doing. Haken is a wild production brought to you by Chewy, Sergio, Nina, and all of our patrons. We thank you for listening and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. See you all next time. Bye.